This is the Balanced Artist Podcast, where we help the purpose-driven creator's journey suck a little less and thrive a little more. Hosted by award-winning musician, TEDx speaker, and comedian, Rory Gardner. Who? We chat with experts who help level up your creative career by reframing your lifestyle as a balanced artist. All right, enough is enough. What is considered enough as an artist? If you're a painter, maybe like you need to see your art displayed as you walk in the front door of the Louvre, or if you're a performing artist, maybe you you know you're in the bar scene right now, and you want to upgrade to theaters and then arenas, which is a great goal to have. But what you're basically telling yourself is you're not going to be satisfied with your career until you're headlining a hockey stadium. Look, <laughs> those are big expectations. In the business world, people burn out trying to climb the ladder and chasing that dollar. But at what price, right? Like it, your health suffers, your relationships suffer. And I think balance is the answer. It's like, I'm not saying this because this is the Balanced Artist podcast and this is a whole branding thing, but like legitimately, like don't put all your emotional bags in one basket. Like I find in my own situation, I have three main baskets, all right? I got the family, money, and creative expression. So when I pay too much attention to one of them, the rest suffer. If I'm doing too many consecutive shows or working on some big creative project like a record or a tour, uh, my family feels neglected, right? If, I'm, if I work specifically on, a, on creativity for too long, you know, without thinking about the business side, then the money suffers because you got to monetize it somehow eventually, right? Or if the money suffers, then the family suffers. Or what if... Sometimes you don't even realize that when the money suffers, the creativity also suffers because then you start stifling your creativity to appease to a wide market and then you start pandering to create more money, which isn't, I mean, it's okay, right? You got to make a living, but at the same time, you want to be authentic to your art, right? And this is where we say like having a day job is actually okay as a creative person because then you don't have to change what you're working on. You don't have to alter your creativity you just work on whatever it is that you feel like you're working on because you're not worried about the paycheck coming in right you know and you don't have to feel ashamed of having a day job as a creative person because it's basically supporting your art and you're probably thinking well my day job takes up too much of my mental energy well that I can't help you with because maybe (laughs) like the most ideal position would be like to find something with the least amount of effort with the most amount of capital I think that's anyone's dream really but uh, like something that would require like something with project work where you can really go hard at something, but then you have the rest of the day to, you know, focus on something else. You have remaining hours in the day to be creative or something boring and passive that takes no mental space whatsoever. Albert Einstein used to work in a patent office. Like he's just linear admin work so that he could save all his creativity for science. He would just go outside the box and discover new things without the expectation of money because he didn't need it for income. Like he already had the income, so he just went at it. So what I'm trying to tell you is that if you adopt this same principle in your own life, you too can invent the theory of relativity, except your own version. Like the current, you know, the original one has already been invented. Maybe you're thinking that's a lot of plates to juggle. Like if you ever bounced around from one thing to another all day and it felt like you were super busy, but then it comes to the end of the day and you're like, I didn't accomplish anything. You probably avoided that one big thing and tried to knock out a bunch of little things. But it's really that one big thing that (laughs) you really want to conquer. I think they talk a lot about that in a book called Eat the Frog. 
It's a great book by Brian Tracy. It's to avoid procrastination and get more done in less time. The whole metaphor for the frog thing is the satisfaction that you know that you've done your worst task at the beginning of the day. That way you have the rest of the day tackling the the smaller things. What if instead of taking on everything every day, we dedicate one day for each thing? Like everyone's schedule is different, but hypothetically take, you know, Monday is for creativity, which is, you know, creating, writing, filming, whatever it is that you do. And then Tuesday can be for business. We'll be like finding new gigs or making new connections. Wednesday, uh, I don't know, take your spouse out for date night or dedicate the whole weekend to your kids. Like you do whatever it is that's going to work for you. But I think that if you have that focused work, it, it just eventually you can get into that flow state, and then you can become more creative as a result. And it doesn't really matter how you schedule it, but if you have that one big thing knocked out every day, if you, if you eat that frog every day, it's going to knock out the guilt of neglecting the rest of the stuff so that you can hopefully find some inner peace and you'll find the rhythm and get a balance. I mean, you'll start to actually enjoy the process and like the process more than the outcome so that, you know, if you never get to be a stadium level entertainer, you're okay with that because now you have a stable family life, steady income, and you get to do what you love. What else more do you need? That's all we've got for this episode of the podcast. We have new shows every week. So remember to hit subscribe and share this episode with anyone you think could benefit from becoming a balanced artist.